Are you tired of handling all of the family finances on top of everything else you do for the family? Like make the doctor's appointments and deal with the school and deal with the school sports and the schedules and all the things that we have to handle as busy moms trying to juggle it all. Today, I'm going to tell you why you don't have to do it all on your own. And, you know, you got to kind of get through the perfectionist part of your brain a little bit. Even if you're like, Ashley, I'm not a perfectionist. You should see my house. It's a mess. You probably are. And I'm going to discuss why you should let go and relinquish some of the control and let your family help you involve your kids, involve your partner, get them to help out and let them know what you really need because you don't have to do it all yourself. Welcome to the Money Mindset Podcast, where you'll find a judgment-free zone to help you free yourself from overthinking and the fear of doing things the wrong way. It's time to shed yourself of the mom guilt, procrastination, and perfectionism so you can start doing the things that you really want to do with your money instead of just working to pay bills. I'm Ashley Patrick, ex-detective turned debt-free CEO of my very own business and stay-at-home mom of three. Not too long ago, my dreams of staying at home with my kids seemed impossible. I thought I'd have to stay miserable in a high stress and demanding job just so I could retire someday. After gaining the confidence in my own ability to manage my family's finances and a simple step-by-step plan to make it happen, I was able to pay off $45,000 in just 17 months, which then allowed me to finally quit my job, stay at home with my kids, and build a debt-free business. Now my mission is to help moms like you conquer debt and free themselves from the mental load of handling their family's finances. If you're ready to shed the guilt and shame surrounding your past money mistakes and tackle your debt, this is the place for you. Let's get started. All right, let's talk about not doing everything yourself. Let your family help you or push them, incentivize them to help you because you also may be thinking, Ashley, I don't want to do it all, but they won't freaking help me. Of course, I'm not a marriage or parenting expert, but I will share some ideas and tips and strategies that have worked for me and for other from others that I've heard as well to kind of help get your family on board because it is a family effort. You don't have to be doing it all yourself. But I also know that a lot of you are perfectionist. And deep down, you really just don't want to give up that control, whether it's because of fear, anxiety, you know, all the things. Um, Working together doesn't mean that you just give it to them and never look at it again, right? So that kind of aspect of it I have seen has held some women back too, like their partner wants to help, but they are afraid to like hand over 100% control, which you don't have to do that, but you definitely should find some ways that they can help you because it's not just the time to sit down and do the things that you know you need to do with your finances. It's also the mental load. And guess what? I know you are already handling the mental load for 
maybe everything in your family, if not the majority of the things. Uh, So it's okay to help spread that load out and relieve yourself of some of that and get rid of some of the guilt uh, surrounding that as well. So think of some things that your family, including your children. So it's so important to involve them too in the finances. And I know that feels taboo, like nobody talks about their finances with their kids. But I will tell you, the more involved you get your kids on it from an early age, the better off they're going to be when they get older. I mean, think about all the women, including yourself or, you know, in my community that every time I ask this question, like, what did your parents teach you about money? And it's almost always not nothing or what not to do, right? What if you could change that? What if you were able to teach your children, um, you know, maybe even from your own mistakes, right? Tell, you know, but let them see it firsthand. Because even when you tell somebody, hey, don't overspend, it's really different when you actually look at the numbers on paper, right? So if you have them help you, Maybe even your kids can help you write down transactions in a ledger. So, you know, I recommend having a notebook that you're keeping track of writing things down, just like a checkbook register that we used to use. Same concept, but um, I like having a smaller notebook that I just carry around in my purse. It's not big or bulky and um, it fits nicely in the purse or in the car. And, you know, I don't always have it in my purse, of course, but I can carry it in my purse if I need to. So there's nothing wrong with pulling up your bank account and having them write down the transactions. You could also, if you don't want them to see the balance, maybe you're like, I don't want them to see how much money we have or don't have, you could print it out and then just cut off the balance side of it, right? And just have them write down each transaction for you. And that will help make it real for them where the money is going. Because especially if you have older kids um, that are constantly asking you for money because they think a bank account or a debit card is an endless shopping spree like there's no connection in their mind that it's real money because they just have always had a card Uh, this will help make it real for them and the same goes for your partner so if you're the primary person and that is okay like that is totally normal if you if one person is like the primary person that does the majority of the legwork when it comes to the budget and the finances but it's still important to get them involved and that's you know writing down the spending is also something that they can easily do and it helps make it more real for them as well because then they see where the money is going and how much money you actually have. Because what I have seen over and over is the person like that has 100% control over the budget and the spending and like knowing where the money is going, the other person doesn't actually, even if you tell them the numbers, it doesn't feel real. And so they may overspend on some other things and they're just like, oh, you're good with money, you'll figure it out. But that's, that's not helpful, right? So if you have them actually sit down and write down each transaction for you, that saves you time and it takes off that part of the process off of your shoulders and helps you tremendously, right? So think about some things that either your kids and or your partner can start to help take some of this mental load and this time load of managing the day-to-day finances. So even if you, um, 
do, you know, do the outline and they don't necessarily have to sit down and help you do all of that. But like, this is the plan and then have them write down the transactions. You could even have them uh, help with categorizing things and totaling up um, the category totals themselves. Uh, you could also have uh, your kids, especially, I think it's important to have them uh, sit down and help you make sure that the bills, you know, the due dates, like kind of teaching them that aspect of it as well. Now, I don't do that as much anymore because my budget has been the same for years. And if you follow how I teach with the paycheck budget, you don't have to do that every month, right? Because you're paying the bills at the exact same paycheck every month and you don't have to sit and think, oh, when is this bill due? When do I get paid? You don't have to figure that out because you do that one time and you copy it month to month and the bills are never late because you're like two weeks ahead on them. So once you get that part set up, you don't have to do it again unless things change. Your your payday changes, your you add debt, you have you add due dates, things like that, right? Or you you move and your rent or mortgage is different payment. You may have to move a few things around, right? But generally speaking, if your bills and your income um stay the same month to month, relatively stay the same, right? Uh, you're just copying over it month to month. You're paying your bills out of the first paycheck that you always pay out of the first paycheck. And you're paying the same bills out of your second paycheck out of the second paycheck. Now, for those that you, those of you that get paid weekly, it's the same thing. So you're paying the same bills out of week one, you're paying the same bills out of week two, uh, same out of week three, out of week four, like you're just copying it over. And of course, if you get paid once a month, the that's self-explanatory, right? Uh, you just have one paid in, you got to make it last. So uh, that's a little bit different. So um, find some ways to have your family help you and take the mental load off. And part of that mental load uh, as well is um, staying focused on the end goal, right? So if you're the primary person like managing all of this and then your kids or your partner is constantly asking you for things that aren't in the budget. A lot of times that is because they um, they aren't focusing on the end goal or maybe they're not as excited as for the end goal as much as you are or maybe they just forget. Like a lot of times, you know, we're easily distracted. We're thinking about the thing in front of us, not the thing a couple months or a year or two down the line, especially kids. They're not thinking about that. But if you make it a family thing, a family journey, like especially if you're, let's just say, for example, you are wanting to save up money to go to Disney World. Okay, that might be an extreme example. And I know not everybody likes to go to Disney, but you know, if you're trying to save money for Disney World, Make a visual of what you need to save and remind your kids when they're asking for stuff like, hey, we if you want to go to Disney, you know, this is going to you're going to have to make it age appropriate. Right. Uh, You know, this is how much we have left to save so we can go. If we spend money on candy and toys right now, we don't have as much money to go to Disney World. And so I've been having to do this with my children as well. We're getting ready to go uh, to Belize, which is so exciting. We've never been out of the country. I just got passports like we've never even had passports I've never had a passport Uh, and so I've had to remind them of this a lot lately it's like 
we need spending money in Belize. We need money for Belize. And if I spend money on this right now, I'm not going to have as much money for Belize. And so, you know, of course it depends on the age of your kids, but you're going to have to remind them and yourself because it's easy to say, oh, okay, I'll just go get you. You know, it's not a big deal. I'll go ahead and get you this. And I won't say that I'm perfect by any stretch of the imagination, but It's something that you can get them excited about um, as well. And so another thing you could do, so maybe it's not Disney World. Maybe it is just paying, like you want to pay off your debt. Well, for the kids, they don't don't get that, right? Like they're like, they don't even understand what debt is. They're like, why should I care? I don't know what this means. Uh, But still make a visual and remind them, like, why are you paying off debt, right? You're, You're not paying off debt and being super focused just because you want to just because it's the adult thing to do, right? So like figure out what is the goal. When you pay off debt, you can do what? And get them excited about that. So it could be um, that you wanna stay at home with them and they want you home. They want you there more, but you're having to work a lot because you have bills to pay, right? And so just remind them of that. Not resentfully, not with an attitude, not with frustration. Just remind them that, okay, well, if we do this, that means that it's going to be even longer until I, then we can do, you know, whatever the bigger goal is that I can stay at home. Like if we spend this money, that's another month that I have to work. And then it's another month that I have to work. It's important to have the visuals for one. So that will help in reminding them of the end goal to kind of help share that load, get them on board. So it's not all on you and you're not the bad guy all the time, right? You're the one having to say, no, we can't do that. No, we can't do that. And then you feel the bad guy, you feel guilty and all the things. Okay. Now it also, so in addition to visuals, it's also important to have an end goal whenever like a date uh because especially with kids but also adults like if it's just someday a someday goal someday's not on the calendar and that is not real and you're going to be constantly putting it off so in order to kind of like share the mental load and the responsibilities and like get your family all on the same page we need an end date an end goal with a date That is not some day. So, you know, using the Disney World example, um, you know, maybe it's a two-year goal. And so they can see that it's, you know, even for kids, two years feels like an eternity. But if you can like have a countdown or um, even an app on your phone or countdown on uh, the calendar or something like that to make it more real for them. Uh, same thing with your debt. So if you're just paying off debt to pay off debt and they, they, they're not getting it or it's not real, like they're not on board and you're trying to drag them along and it's just mentally draining, make sure that you've run the numbers and you know when your debt-free date is, if you continue to do it. Now, it's also important to run the numbers by adding in um, extra payments. So maybe $100 a month so you can see what the date is, 200, 300, 500, 1,000. Uh, keep in mind that's an average. So there may be some months that are higher than others and some months that you don't pay anything towards your debt because life happens. So it's important for um, everybody to know 
when's this going to end? Like when, when do we need to do it by? And so that it makes it more real, they get more excited about it and they'll be on more on board about it. So timeline, visuals, give them some responsibilities that are age appropriate um, and do this without, be tactful in how you approach this and uh, the tone and the words that you choose. Um, because if you go in aggressively or with an attitude and blaming and shame toward them, all they're going to do is get defensive. They're not going to even listen to you. So keep that in mind. Make a plan of what you want to say how you want to approach it and what strategies, you know, maybe the ones that we talked about today that you want to get them on board with to get everybody on the same page and helping out more. And I will also throw in, now I know this isn't a parenting podcast, but it does relate to the mental load. Have your kids and your family help you around the house as well. I have talked to so many women that are trying to do all of these things and they really don't like they want their family to help, but they don't because they don't do it the right way or they don't clean it good enough. Uh, I just want you to know that it's okay to kind of let that go a little bit and let them help you. Like it'll be okay. And it's okay if they don't clean it as 100% good as you do. It's okay. As long as it gets done, unless you've got the you know, the Queen of England coming over next week, like who cares? Uh, so just keep that in mind uh, to kind of help work on, because that that mindset, that perfectionism is really anxiety and it's, it's in all aspects of our lives, right? It's our finances, but also how we are managing the house, which includes the finances. And so when you kind of um, start to work on letting that anxiety and that perfectionism go, everything else will improve. So including your finances. All right, you guys, that's all for today. Be sure to make sure you are following the podcast because I've got a bunch of work workshop series coming. I'm very excited. We've got a lot of fun stuff coming up this summer. And if you're on YouTube, I would love it. I would so much appreciate it. If you could jump over there and give me a follow. I'm almost to a thousand subscribers and I need to get those watch hours in to, of course, uh, like some videos. I would so much appreciate it. Uh, I love you all and I hope you have a great week.